Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Yesterday we debated, was I a genius or was I insane for suggesting that LeBron James might decide to use the new movie Space Jam 2 as a way to circumvent the salary cap? What was it? Last night. Last night, news officially comes down. Guess who is going to be starring alongside of LeBron James in Space Jam 2? Anthony Davis. I want to go ahead and bring in the crew right now. What was your first reaction when you saw this news, Danny G? It was, Lord, do I have to go into work and hear Clay brag about how right he was. I mean, is there any doubt at all? that this is going to end up being the game plan, that they are going to give Anthony Davis several million dollars, and as a result, he's going to take the less, that he's not going to take that $4 million that he could take. They're going to give him that money to put to perform in the movie, and then the Lakers will have more money to pursue either one more max free agent or what I think is likely the better move, which would be signing multiple guys so you don't just, unless you could get, like, let's say Kawhi Leonard or something, right? If you can get Kawhi Leonard, then you go get Kawhi. But lacking something such as that, I would rather have, for instance, multiple three-point shooters at $8 million a year, like three great three-point shooters at $8 million a year, personally, than I would one Kimba Walker, right? I mean, that would be the way that I would be thinking if I were the Lakers. But I think this is going to end up happening now. 
and uh, and I think that now the decision of genius or insanity swings much more toward genius. What about you, Dub? When you saw this, did you think, man, Clay Travis was right? It definitely crossed my mind, and then and then people all over Twitter were were kind of you know catching up to the idea and uh, theorizing themselves. So, for people who are were not listening yesterday, first of all, what are you doing with your life if you missed yesterday's show? I mean, get get your get your things in order here. Uh, but yesterday we started off the show with my theory that there is regular circumvention that goes on with the salary cap. And if you've listened to this show for a long time, you know that, for instance, I refuse to believe that Tom Brady just takes thirteen or fourteen million dollars less than his market value would be so that he can win more games. Uh, I think that the Patriots are circumventing the salary cap and that somehow they are paying uh, Tom Brady through his uh, through his TB12 uh, method, that he has got some sort of secret handshake agreement that will allow him to buy into the New England Patriots at a reduced rate one day, or that uh, that potentially somebody's just drastically overpaying Giselle so that they can get that money to the family without worrying about violation of the salary cap. Like, for instance, would it stun you if some point in the future somebody did a deep dive investigation and it came out that Giselle, who makes like $50 million a year as a model, had been making $65 million as a year as a model and that some Robert Kraft company was actually uh, agreeing to pay way more money than otherwise they would have. Or, is it, somebody looked this up, I think Tom Brady gets a lot of money from Gillette to be a, a spokesperson. Would it stun anyone if Tom Brady is making more than he would be worth as a spokesperson because the Kraft family controls Gillette, and that's a way for... Brady to get money that otherwise would be considered a salary cap violation, uh, and uh, and that way he can take less money in his contract. In other words, if the money ends up in your pocket, does it really matter whether it comes to you through Space Jam 2 or as a part of your contract with the Lakers? So the minute I saw this, I said, yeah, I know exactly what's going on here. Anthony Davis is going to take less than his guarantee and in exchange, he's going to make it up both here through Space Jam 2 and through Nike. Phil Knight and Nike are going to pay him more money. Uh, Eddie Garcia, you thought that die was insane for this theory. When the news comes out that Anthony Davis is starring now in Space Jam 2, are you willing to consider that just maybe I was a genius? Well, considering I just found out about it when you mentioned it, uh, I haven't had much time to react. You didn't to see this. the headline yesterday. People didn't tag you on. No. I, I, I the minute that this came out, I bet a hundred people immediately tagged me on Twitter uh, to point out. Oh wow! I mean, because the timing on it's pretty crazy that it would come out. You know, twelve hours after we started talking about it yesterday on the show, boom! Later y- yesterday evening. The news officially comes out. And by the way, it's not just Anthony Davis. It's Clay Thompson, which if Clay Thompson were healthy, that would really have tongues wagging, right? Because that would be a super coup move by LeBron if he could bring in Clay Thompson, certainly who's from the uh, from the L.A. area, from Orange County, I think, but whose dad played uh, basketball for the Lakers. If Clay Thompson were healthy and you paired him with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, 
that would be an incredible trio. Uh, and Clay Thompson, again, is in Space Jam 2. And there's a couple of other guys, but those are the ones that immediately jump out and you think, oh, wow. I think also, well, uh, Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard is also going to be in Space Jam too, um, but I think he's under contract for multiple years. Got a big, uh, big deal, so he's not really, uh, a, you know, able to be on the trade market. But it is pretty intriguing to think about LeBron and give him credit. I mean, this is uh, this is what having the same agent could do. They can sit down with Rich Paul, the three of them, and say, okay, let's make sure that we end up in the same salary situation as we would have if the Lakers paid the full amount. Now, all that we need now is for Anthony Davis to announce that he's taken $4 million less so that the Lakers can pursue someone uh, that they need. Now, it could be that the Lakers don't have anybody on the hook that they really need to go out and get that deal done with. Uh, but uh, and, and again, it could be that, that going with multiple players at around $8 million a year is the play as opposed to having three superstars and 12 guys that you've never heard of, which honestly we would have never seen before, uh, which is what the Lakers would have to do to make sure they meet the salary cap. Roberto, you thought I was in, uh, I was insane for this theory. Have you reconsidered? No, not yet, but if Clay Thompson does sign with the Lakers, then I think you're a genius. By the way, hey. how does Ed, is anyone else surprised that Ed, is Eddie – being difficult here how did eddie not see this news he is the update anchor his entire responsibility is to know every bit of news that is going on there's almost is this no really news? news what is this really news yeah there's almost the, the a, cast this time of, of year jam 2 is big news this time of year there's almost no news out there. What are you going to do? Give us a score of florida state texas tech I, gonna, I i care more about that than the space jam news i think in our audience more people care about the Space Jam 2 I think news. you care more about it, no, clearly. No, more people... Like, what are you going to say about Florida State, Texas Tech? Name a player on Florida State or Texas Tech. Uh, Mark Martin's final game. It is his final game. 40, 40 years. years but name State. a player. I don't know any players. Can anybody name a player on Florida State or uh, on Texas Tech? You miss this is game. the first time I'm watching college baseball this year. Of course I can't name it. All right, so all right, uh, you're going to have to sit out here. Danny, are are you troubled that Eddie didn't know this story given that his responsibility since he finished World War II has been to do updates on the show for all the latest news? Doesn't this seem like something he should know? Well, in Eddie's defense, he was laser locked into that big Utah Jazz trade. I, I, I'm just saying, all right, so you can't dodge the question. Are you, should it, should it, as the update guy, shouldn't he know this, uh, this news about Space Jam 2? Well, I would think that he would have noticed it on Twitter because we were tagged a bunch of times from listeners. Like, yeah, okay. So, Dub, is this, is this, does this make you, does this make you question everything about the updates that Eddie didn't know about the Space Jam 2 news? Look, I'm a good teammate. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here. But I couldn't escape it on Twitter. I mean, I opened my feed. As soon as I opened it yesterday, it was, you know, Space Jam 2, Space Jam 2, Space Jam 2, all over the place. So, And, and by the way, I appreciate everybody out there who, when the news happens, they immediately think about our show. But this, I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding. I think I probably got tagged in it a hundred times. Like, the minute that this thing happened, you guys listening out there immediately were like, oh, we got to make sure Clay sees this. And it's great, by the way, as the show has grown. I mean, Eddie, how often do you get tagged in Animal Thunderdome stories? Oh, all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you see those. There was one today about, what was that? Some sort of... Uh, Did you see the knife sticking out of the alligator's yeah, head? I yeah, we got to talk about that. We also got to talk about... I mean, I, this is an Some early kind of tease. crazed squirrel, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. The, the most squirrel. unbelievable yeah, yeah, yeah. out of Alabama. We have the most <laughs> unbelievable squirrel story that has existed in the history of squirrels. I don't. I, I know the squirrels have been around for a long time, but I am saying this is the most... Can you think of a wilder squirrel story? No. This is the all-time squirrel story headline, and it's actually terrifying and diabolical, and that's all I'm going to say. And if you're only up and you're like, I got to go into work right now, you got to download the podcast, and you got to. I'll tell you off the top where the squirrel story is going to be, so that you got the 12 minutes of squirrel discussion that we're going to have at some point on the show today. <laughs> that's all I'll say. It is going to blow your mind. And I, 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 I am still kind of shook by it. So not, where, where is it going to be in the show? Uh, I'm not sure because we okay. got. Uh, so yeah, the roadmap here is we got. I Frank Isola is going to join us from around the horn. Everything else, we're going to talk about the NBA draft going on tonight. He's going to join us next segment, and uh, then in hour two, we got John Morosi who's going to join us in segment two. So I'm thinking probably end of hour two. End of hour two. That's a good place to put it. End of hour two. We will talk about the craziest story in the history of squirrels. That's all I'm going to say. If you are a, a squirrel aficionado and you've been paying attention to squirrel stories for your whole life, let's say you're a hunter and you've just been trying to get in the mind of squirrels your whole life. Do people still hunt squirrels? They used to back in the day. Davy Crockett, always taking out squirrels. Uh, and one of my friends is an anti-squirrel guy because he says they're just rats with longer tails. And that's a pretty intriguing idea. If I think about it, because then you don't like squirrels as much um, if you just think of them as rats with longer tails. But I will uh, I will tell you that this is going to be an incredible story that will blow your mind at the end of hour two. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And, you know, O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy from bbc radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bullet constrictor stuck to my face. And you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. I've never heard of this before, but I'm terrified. We go to Alabama where a man was running a drug business. And sometimes when you're in the drug business, you need to enforce. And what better way to enforce than by having a squirrel you feed meth that you trained to attack people. How unbelievable is this story? I mean, this is real. This guy in North uh, Alabama, according to the headlines, um, his name is Mickey Polk. He's 35 years old. They found meth, drug paraphernalia, body armor, and an attack squirrel in this location in Limestone County, Alabama. Uh, And they say, and I saw the video, the squirrel is hopping around in the cage like crazy, which you would anticipate uh, if he's addicted to meth. (laughs) He's addicted to meth. Uh, the squirrel was inside a cage when they uh, they got there. Uh, they said that the squirrel was, quote, an attack squirrel kept inside the man's apartment and that the man fed the squirrel meth to keep it aggressive. An attack squirrel. What a, I mean, I, I know that the guy is, uh, is a criminal mastermind when I hear that he thought to feed and train a squirrel to attack people. Uh, Can you imagine if the squirrel just came after you all hopped up on meth? I mean, how does he... Would you ever cross this guy? But how does he get the squirrel out to sick it on the person he's trying to attack? He probably wears his body armor. 
He just, I mean, if you're in the apartment and you don't have body armor on, the squirrel is going to uh, light you up. Did you see the update? Did you say how they released it? No. Into the wild? Yeah. So they say there's no way to test a squirrel for meth, so they released it into the wild. I mean, I don't know how long. I mean, can you imagine that squirrel when he has, like, and he comes down and he's addicted to meth? Oh, man. What's he going to do? Petty crimes to how do you know how his, much meth his habit? Yeah, how do you know how much meth to give a squirrel to? You want to give him enough to be crazy and 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 attack people, but not enough to die. I mean this this guy is potentially a mad genius. Can you imagine like if you're like having a dispute with the guy? I mean this sounds like something out of a movie or out of a television show, uh, and he's just like, I mean, you want me to release the the the, uh, the meth squirrel? I mean, because I think initially people would think, oh, it's not that scary. But you think about a squirrel coming at you 100 miles an hour like this squirrel is in this cage. And I I would not fight with this guy. Yeah, he's a a crazy, creepy looking dude. You got to see this mugshot. Oh, they caught him? Have you seen the mugshot? No. Oh, okay. I'll tweet that out at Danny G Radio. I'll tag you at Clay Travis. Uh, okay, so rest of the crew's thoughts on the meth squirrel. Sounds like something from Breaking Bad. That would, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it would be great if somebody on Breaking Bad had had a, uh, a meth squirrel. Uh, is there any way, Dub, that you're crossing this guy if he's got a meth squirrel? Well, first of all, I, I went to Auburn, and this is the most Alabama thing <laughs> I think I've ever heard. Okay, I would never cross a meth squirrel. First of all, squirrels are small; they're quick; they're way quicker than you. I mean, this thing is liable. To jump up your pant legs on meth and just go to town on who knows what. Devour your genitals before you even knew what was going on. Exactly. And and by the time it's over and you realize it's a meth squirrel, you're probably you're probably dead. I mean, it's such such a diabolical move. I just I, I, I am blown away by the idea to even start to give a squirrel meth. First of all, pet squirrels are strange to begin with. Because I mean they're squirrels are everywhere. So, uh, I mean, it's strange to catch a squirrel and put him in a cage in your place to begin with. Then to think, how about if I give it meth? And then to think, how about if I train it to get attack people and give it meth? Or do you think it's trained, or do you think a squirrel on meth just automatically attacks everything? I would think it would attack anything that came near it. So this guy just puts on his body that, armor. Yeah, had to have been. And then he just unleashes the squirrel in his apartment if he has any issues <laughs> with people? Uh. I mean, I, I just I want to know more about this story. I, I, I know the guy is probably a, uh, a terrifying and that there's no way we would survive if we had him on the air. But I feel like we need this guy who trained the meth squirrel to come on and tell us about his decision making. Obviously, probably not great time for him because he's in jail right now. May not be able to get out. But I just also love that they just had to release the squirrel into the wild. Um, I mean, what's going to happen with this squirrel? How long does the meth last? What about when the uh, the withdrawal sets in? I mean, this is an incredible story. Uh, also, not as incredible of a story, but continuing my nightmare of being bitten by snakes while doing things that snakes shouldn't bite you. Did you see this? A Pennsylvania woman was bitten on the arm by a venomous snake when she went to her basement to do laundry. This is in Redding, Pennsylvania. Uh, she called 911 to report that she'd been bitten by a rattlesnake. Uh, it turns out it was actually a copperhead. They found it on a shelf near her washing machine. Uh, the woman's, uh, it sounds like she's going to survive, but she was just doing her wash, and boom, a copperhead bit her, Ugh. and she's in the hospital right now. 
and they just found it sitting on a shelf down in the uh, – I mean, again, this is like that video we had of the guy that got bit by the, the snake just trying to ring the doorbell. Like, there are certain things I feel like that snakes should acknowledge they're not supposed to, 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 to attack you, and, uh, and this would be one beyond a shadow of a doubt. Pretty crazy. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are rolling through the uh, Thursday edition of the show. Joined now by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. Frank, uh, appreciate getting up early with us. What do you think uh, is going to happen tonight in the NBA draft? What kind of drama 
do you anticipate, if any? Well, certainly not any drama, Clay, with the top two picks. Zion Williamson, of course, will be number one. And then with Memphis making that trade yesterday of Mike Conley, so they'll take uh, John Moran with the second pick. Everything will start at number three. You know, the Knicks had been working out the kid that you know pretty well from Vanderbilt, Darius Garland. He is a Rich Paul client. The Knicks desperately seem to want to get in business with Rich Paul. Rich Paul desperately seems to want to get in business with the Knicks. But I still think when it comes time for the, you know, when the Knicks are on the clock, I think they're, they'll make what, you know, the quote-unquote safer pick and select R.J. Barrett out of Duke. So uh, what is the vibe in New York now as it starts to feel like this may be the winter yet again of another season of Nick discontent? Because it's hard to believe that the Knicks are going to make a lot of moves here, even though they have a ton of salary cap space. What are you hearing? What do you anticipate? Well, you know, from everything you hear, you know, it looks like Kyrie Irving is going to go to the Boston, um, I'm sorry, go to the Brooklyn Nets. And for the longest time, you heard, well, wherever Kyrie goes, Kevin Durant's going, or vice versa. So I don't know about the situation with Kevin Durant. That obviously changed dramatically in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. But I would even say, you know, if you're the Knicks, you've had 18, you know, the last 18 years, you've had the worst record in the NBA. You got killed by the contracts of Antonio McDice, injured, Allen Houston, injured, Amari Stoudemire, injured. Are you really going to make an investment in a guy who's not even going to play next season? And then when he comes back, he'll be 32 years old. And we know how players usually are that first year after a major injury, like uh, you know, rupturing your Achilles. So I still think the Knicks will do it, and I think they'll pat themselves on the back and say they, that they did a great job. And, Clay, this is the way it works in New York. It's never about this season. It's always about next season. They sell that to the fans. The fans eat it up. We're going to get to the point where it's going to be, it's not about this century. It's about next century because we're, we're headed that way. What do you think about the, what do you make of the controversy between Chris Paul and James Harden down in Houston? Well, I think, you know, Chris Paul is a tremendous player. He's got a lot of power in the league. You know, I would think he and LeBron are probably neck and neck for the most powerful and influential players, especially with his position in the players' union. But I also think that Chris Paul could be a, a, a royal pain in the neck. I think he was that way with the L.A. Clippers. And I know a lot of people have an issue with James Harden, but if you're picking between the two right now, how would you pick Chris Paul over Harden? Harden has proven to be, A, more durable. He's been an MVP. He did go to a finals once. I understand it was a, as a backup. So I, I think the Houston Rockets are completely overreacting. Because I think if you go back to the last two years, very disappointing what happened to them in six and seven. Oh, by the way, Chris Paul wasn't available to play because he was hurt yet again. Last, uh, this, you know, this most recently, I think they blew it in the last 14 minutes of game six when uh, Kevin Durant went down and they weren't able to win that game in Oakland. And then I don't know what the heck happened to them in Houston. But to be firing everybody on Mike D'Antoni's staff and all this like turmoil, I mean, everything has changed in the Western Conference. You're not going to have Kevin Durant next season. You're not going to have Clay Thompson. You know, every team in the West should believe, especially teams that were playoff teams and non-playoff teams like the Lakers, believe that maybe they're one move away from being a championship team. Why shouldn't the Rockets feel like that? They've lost to the Warriors the last two years. I, I think it's a complete overreaction, and I understand this frustration. Like I said, Chris, Call, Chris Paul could be a royal pain, but guess what? You shouldn't have signed him for that much money in the first place then. And I can't believe – I mean, if Chris Paul is looking to be traded, he should have thought about that before he signed that contract. But his contract is untradeable. 
Yeah, look, I mean, it, it's wild. Chris Paul is scheduled next year to make $38 million, then 41 then 44 He's got $125 million guaranteed. But I think your point is well said. And look, the team that just won a championship is the Toronto Raptors. Why did the Toronto Raptors suddenly win a championship? Well, one, they traded for Kawhi. But two, LeBron James, who had been their nemesis, leaves the Eastern Conference, and there isn't that, that LeBron James shadow still hanging over them. That's right. And so why couldn't you think the same thing if you're the Houston Rockets right now? Because it would be a real upset if uh, Clay Thompson comes back and suddenly he's great down the stretch of next season. And certainly if the same thing happened with Kevin Durant and he decided to stay with the Warriors, I think the far more likely is that the Rockets don't have to worry about the Warriors at all. And if the Warriors hadn't been in the Western Conference the past two years at the level they are now, I think you could make an argument that the Houston Rockets are the two-time defending champs. I, I, I completely agree with you. And I think you know the, the Rockets have a talented team. They have what you need, the, the superstar and a guy like James Harden. And you mentioned the Warriors. Like, think about what's going to happen to them next season. You're not going to have uh, Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson at the start of the season. They're going to run Steph Curry and, and Draymond Green into the ground to try to get to you know between 42 and 45 wins and, and maybe be a seven or an eight seed. So you can almost like completely eliminate them because I think at some point Clay Thompson will come back. That's just the kind of guy he's. Wait until around like December, January, maybe even earlier than that. You'll be hearing the stories. Clay believes he can be back by the All Star break. You know that you'll be reading those because that's just the kind of mindset that he has. But to me, the Warriors, it changes everything. And the comparison you brought up is, is spot on. I said it at the time. It wasn't just that the Toronto Raptors acquired Kawhi Leonard. LeBron James was leaving the conference. That is one of the best summers that any team can ever have. And it paid off in the end for the Toronto Raptors. They added a lights-out star who had a lot to prove. Could he be healthy and still be productive? But you, you, know, you got rid of the one guy that was your nemesis in LeBron James. So uh, you mentioned that everybody in the Western Conference now is starting to take a swing because they're looking at the Warriors trending down and they're thinking, okay, if we're ever going to win the West, now is the time. The Utah Jazz go out and trade for Mike Conley. Uh, They've got an interesting team. Nobody pays attention to them, but they've been in the playoffs the past several years, right? Um, They now have a more reliable, I would say, point guard than they did with Ricky Rubio. What do you think about the move by the Jazz? Yeah, I, I love the move. I think Mike Mike Conley is a terrific player. He's uh, you know, he's going to be a great teammate there. He's only going to make Donovan Mitchell better. You know, so you have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. You know, I don't know what's going on with Al Harford. There's been talk that maybe he would go there. His wife, who I think was a Miss Universe, I think she's from either the Dominican or maybe Venezuela. Does she want to move to Salt Lake City? That's a whole other story. But there are still moves that they can make, and I definitely think they're one of those teams. Like you mentioned, nobody pays attention to them. They're kind of lying in the weeds, but that was a big move that they're clearly thinking about, that they could be the team that can make that big jump this season now that the Golden State Warriors are gone. They've improved themselves a lot. Listen, Ricky Rubio is a, is a, is a solid player, very good passer, but he has trouble finishing at the rim. He's not a great shooter. they got a much better offensive player, Mike Conley, who last season proved that he could be healthy, and I think he'll be motivated even more. Now that he saw what happened with his buddy Mark Gasol, who ended up leaving Memphis, neither of those guys wanted to leave there, to their credit. 
But, you know, they knew that it was smart for them, smart for the franchise. Marcus Gasol leaves. The last time we saw him, he was guzzling a bottle of wine at the parade. And I think my colleague probably more motivated than ever to try to, you know, to, uh, try to chase that championship. We mentioned the Knicks, but another team on the East Coast that is getting a, uh, a lot of attention, not necessarily very positive. Kyrie Irving and Al Horford are both leaving the Boston Celtics. Now, on the one hand, uh, that is a uh, not an ideal situation. Both all-star players uh, bailing on uh, Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge and the Celtics. The other side, they now have a substantial amount of uh, cap room that maybe we weren't anticipating that they would have. What are the Celtics going to do? Well, you know, the one thing with Al Horford, who the coaches there love, the players love, Danny Ainge loves, the owners they wanted to bring Al Horford back, but they wanted to bring Al Horford back at, on their terms, which would have been a two-year deal. Yeah. So clearly Al Horford knows that he's going to get a four-year contract somewhere else. You know, they swung for the fences with Kyrie. They actually did better without him. They made a conference finals last season. This year they got, they got knocked out in five games. But I really don't think all is lost because, like you mentioned, the cap space, they still have a lot of draft picks that they've collected over the years from other teams. And all this time, Clay, Everyone thought, well, maybe they'll trade Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum in a deal for Paul George. Then it was going to be maybe in a trade for Anthony Davis. Those guys are still standing, and it's the veteran players that are on the move. So I think you know, once you know, if they get Anthony Davis in a trade, they're resigning Al Harper. They're going to bite the bullet on the back end of that contract and say, you know what, we're going for it this year. But with you know, once they don't get Anthony Davis, now they know that Kyrie's gone. Al Harford wants four years. In a lot of ways, I think Danny Ainge knows that he's going to take a bit of a hit, but I don't think Danny Ainge cares about like public perception and things like that to his credit. And I think in the long run, it's going to help the Boston Celtics to kind of cut their ties right now as opposed to being stubborn and say, well, we've got to keep out because it's going to look bad. We lost Kyrie, didn't get Anthony Davis. It's actually the smart play by them right now. We're talking to uh, Frank Isola. You can follow him on Twitter at the Frank Isola. He does Sirius XM Radio. He does Around the Horn, and also he writes for the Athletic. What do you think the Lakers end up doing with the, whatever salary cap room they're able to clear? Do they go try to get a third guy, third, you know, kind of ahead of the dragon, so to speak, uh, use a Game of Thrones analogy, or do they end up kind of distributing the money that they have left around several different shooters who potentially are out there as free agents? I would do the latter, like what you said, but I think it's the Lakers. And I'm going to the big guy. But I do laugh when they said, you know, they're trying to create create another max salary slot. There's only two max salary guys out there right now, and that's Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. Just because you get a max contract doesn't mean you're a max player. So you can create all you want and go sign Jimmy Butler, who's certainly a very good player. He's not on the caliber of Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. So I think the smart thing to do would be to you know to go out and try to fill out that roster a little bit but the lakers you know they, i think they were so quick to make that trade it sounds like david griffin you know made a smart move because they have to you know kind of jump through hoops to create that added salary slot so i i think for them and rob Polinka, this is going to be the challenge because last year they tried to fill out that roster with guys like michael beasley lance stevenson and we saw the way that that worked out so that would be the one thing I would be concerned if I'm LeBron James, because this is what this is all about. Rich Paul representing Anthony Davis getting to the Lakers. This is all about helping out LeBron. And I think for Anthony Davis, you got to make sure you win in the next two years, because LeBron played 55 games. At some point, he has to fall off. You can make the case he did this year because of the injury. That's part of where the guy suffers the first injury of his career. Because before you know it, Anthony Davis could be in a similar situation 
that he was in in New Orleans because, you know, the Lakers are going on six years now without making the playoffs. I think they should be a playoff team this year, but you're also relying on 34-year-old LeBron coming off a major injury and Anthony Davis, who's been injury-prone in his career, who's only been out of the first round one time. So I don't think it's as much of a sure thing as everyone's trying to make it out to be. Do you buy in? Yesterday we spent a lot of time talking about this, and uh, and I believe this happens a lot in pro sports in general, that guys try to circumvent the salary cap by getting money outside of the, uh, of the salary cap that otherwise would have gone to them. And in particular, I think that Space Jam 2 could be an opportunity for LeBron to get Anthony Davis to give back that $4 million to the Lakers and then they give him $4 million to star in Space Jam 2. Is that a crazy conspiracy theory in your mind, or is it genius? No, no, I think that's a pretty clever one by you. I might have to actually have to steal that at some point. That should be something that you know should be addressed with the commissioner or something like that, because I, th- I think that's definitely true. I have a funny feeling the league would say, we vetted it, everything's on the up and up, <laughs> and that whole thing. Because I think Clay Thompson's also going to be oh, in yeah. there, too, and Clay Thompson has, you know, there's been a rumor about Clay Thompson going to the Lakers, even though I find that a little hard to believe. I'll give you a better conspiracy over the years. Now, this is a an urban tale that, you know, Ray Allen, when he left the Boston Celtics, you know, Ray Allen, you know, rightfully so, was one of these guys that was counting every penny that he had. So he left more money on the table to go join the Miami Heat. People that know Ray Allen, they're like, no way he did that. So the word always was that Mickey Arison, who owns Carnival Cruise Line, was handing him bags of money from the casinos on the Carnival <laughs> on the Carnival cruise ships. You know, it, it's probably not true, but the fact that like it was out there, it's it's actually a pretty funny story. Oh, that's a, that's amazing. Like I, I would be honest with you, I think this goes on now with Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady has only been the highest paid quarterback in his career for I think it's like one and a half or two seasons all over, right? And even now, Brady's like the twelfth or thirteenth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. I think either through Giselle's modeling contracts or the TB12 method, you know, the company that Tom Brady set up, there's all, or maybe even through this Gillette, you know, endorsement deal. I think there's all sorts of money coming into Tom Brady in excess of what those things would otherwise pay to make up for the fact that he's not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Well, Clay, what about this? What if Robert Kraft has gone to him years ago and it's nothing that he texted or emailed, so there's no paper trail? And he just told Tom Brady, don't worry, when you're done playing, I'm going to name you special consultant to the owner, and I'm going to make sure that all this money that you didn't get paid, you're going to get paid. So help us out now, and, in the, and on the back end, we'll pay. Why? You know, that, that makes all the sense in the world. And I think it would be something, you know, pretty difficult to police and to legislate. And that's why I do, I do like that one with uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Maybe Anthony Davis will become the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yeah. How about that? I mean, how would you, how do you argue that Anthony Davis is being overpaid in Space Jam 2 when there are all sorts of actors making tons of money? And you can argue that you've got to compensate Anthony Davis for the time he spends based on what he earns playing basketball. In other words, you know, like, look, if I'm making 25 or $30 million a year doing basketball, in order to get me to do something in my off season that's going to be fairly time-consuming, you're probably going to have to overpay me because I really don't need the money in the same way that your average struggling actor would uh, in Hollywood. I mean, I, I think it makes a ton of sense. Uh, all right. Yeah, you know, I, I, think this, yeah, I think it was all in the works. So once he hooked up with Rich Paul, he was always going to end up on the Lakers. Everything else was a misdirection. And David Griffin getting the job there 
actually helped that trade happen. But I think David Griffin's probably pretty happy with with what he got in return. So Anthony Davis could go make movies. But you know this, Clay. There are certain teams you go to in sports, and like you know the Yankees being one of them. It's not just about going there as a big time player and they oh that's nice you win you'll make the All Star team and we'll make the playoffs. You're always going to be judged on whether or not you win a championship. So Anthony Davis kind of has floated on the radar for a long time, so he can make his movies and things like that. Ultimately, the Laker fans are going to judge him just like they're going to judge LeBron. Did you bring us a title like these other great players did? How many uh, – the, the the draft is going on tonight in Barclay Center in Brooklyn. Are you in New York right now, and will you go? And as a third part of that uh, question, how many drafts have you covered in your career? Oh, I covered uh, – man, I've covered a bunch of them. I'm trying to think of some, uh, some good ones. I don't go all the way back to, like, the Ewing – and the uh, Michael Jordan days, but I, I will I will not be there tonight. It's too hectic. It's a it's a lot easier writing it from a, a nice quiet place because you go to the draft and it's uh, it's an absolute circus. I'll go early and you can mingle a little bit, but once it starts, it's uh, it's it just becomes an absolute circus. It hasn't become. You got to give the NFL credit for what they've done. The, the NBA was really the first league to turn it into an event, and then the NFL has taken that to the extreme. It's amazing what happens with the NFL draft. Now, all these cities want it. And I think eventually the NBA is going to try to replicate. They won't be able to do it on the scale that the NFL does. But I'll tell you what, can you imagine if the NBA draft were in Toronto this year? Especially oh, with a Canadian yeah. kid, R.J. Barrett, expected to be a top-five pick. So I think the NBA will eventually move it around like they used to move it around to kind of replicate what the NFL has done. Last question for you, Frank Isola. Go follow him on Twitter, at the Frank Isola. Watch him on Around the Horn. Uh, we'll read him at The Athletic and listen to him on SiriusXM. Do you think we'll get any major fireworks tonight uh, in terms of trades, in terms of totally unexpected outcome, or do you think it will stay a little bit under the radar and then we'll just kind of wait and see as we inch closer to July 1? No, I, I think there's going to be some crazy stuff tonight. I mean, since the season ended, Anthony Davis has been traded. You know, the speculation about Kyrie Irving going to Brooklyn has only intensified. Al Horford is going to be out in Boston. Mike Conley has been traded. I, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of things because Clay now, you know, like we talked about before, with what Toronto did, making one move and then winning a championship, one major move, and now what's going on with Golden State. I think a lot of teams in the NBA are in this. Probably more than a half dozen teams are believing we're one move away from we could get a championship this season and kind of be a one-hit wonder. So I think there's going to be a lot of activity tonight. I think it's going to be a pretty wild night in Brooklyn, which won't be the first wild night in Brooklyn, but that's <laughs> another story. Outstanding stuff as always. Frank Asola, enjoy the draft tonight. Thanks for hanging out with us. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Updating you, we got a double poll question. Doesn't happen very often. Uh, the first one, you can only watch one today, Women's World Cup versus Sweden or the NBA Draft. Over 14,000 of you have voted. NBA Draft gets 58% of your votes, 42% of you saying you will choose to watch the U.S. versus Sweden. Maybe partly that factors in the U.S.-Sweden game starting at 2 Eastern. Maybe not. Not sure exactly. But that is uh, out there on the horizon. Who will have the better NBA career? 
uh, is the other question. And nearly 10,000 of you have voted in this. Who will have the better NBA career, Zion Williamson or Ja Morant? Right now, uh, you guys are saying Zion Williamson, 56% of the vote. Ja Morant, pretty competitive here, getting 44% of the vote. Those guys obviously by far the favorites to be the overall number one and number two picks in this draft. But I am most curious now as we uh, finish off the final segment of the Thursday edition of the show. Want to encourage you again, by the way, to go download the new Wins and Losses podcast. Our conversation with Mike Leach surging up the podcast rankings. Appreciate all of you who have downloaded those and also given us a rating there. Just search out Clay Travis, long form conversations. Jason Whitlock, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, uh, 24-7 Sports and Rivals founder Shannon Terry, and now uh, Mike Leach. One interview a week, fun, long-form conversation. Make sure you go subscribe. If you like this show, I guarantee you will like that one. Uh, but the NBA draft going on tonight in Brooklyn, you can listen to it live on Fox Sports Radio. We got a good crew breaking it down. I'm going to let everybody go around. I'll close out the show by giving you my pick. Danny G, you've already kind of given your pick. Yeah. I want a guy who could be impactful next season maybe on a team that matters. So we're talking about a guy outside of the top five or ten. Who would be a guy that jumps out to you? Yeah, so I mentioned Brandon Clark from the Bulldogs. In his one season there at Gonzaga, he proved he has top-notch, next-level defense. And I think that's why he's going to really make an impact for either the Hawks, the Wizards, or it's been reported that the T-Wolves are also interested in him. So 8, 9, or 10, and he's a top-five player in my opinion. Good stuff. All right, what about you, uh, Dub? Who would you say outside of the the top-of-the-line picks could be a difference maker this year? Did you see the photo of the media just hounding Zion Williamson and then there's a guy to the right where no one is talking to? Did you see that picture? No, I didn't see that. Well, I had to do a little research on the, who is this guy. Well, his name is Goga Batadze. He's from Georgia. He's seven footer. I've watched some of his highlights. This guy's projected to go kind of middle of the pack in the first round, and he looks like a baller. So whoever picks him up, uh, I'm just going to go with my boy Goga. Goga Batadze. That is a definitely outside the radar pick. Uh, who you got? Is Eddie still there? Or did he already bail. He already bailed. All right, Eddie already bailed because he doesn't like the show. Uh, what about you, Roberto? By the way, Eddie bailed, and can we all agree now that Eddie's not here, that Eddie not knowing the Space Jam 2 uh, (laughs) story throws everything into an uproar in terms of being able to respect his uh, updates on a regular basis? Well, Eddie's probably listening to the show on AM570 LA Sports right now in his car. Do you think he was lying because he didn't want to acknowledge (laughs) that I was a genius about not knowing that story? Maybe. There is a good chance of that. Uh, All right, so Eddie is out already. What about you, Roberto? Who would you take? I like Achimura from uh, Gonzaga. It was a great guy for them during the run. I think he's going to be a very good big man in the NBA. All right, I got one for you guys, and obviously he had a great run in the NCAA tournament. I think that Carson Edwards uh, out of Purdue can be, depending on who drafts him, a great backup point guard in year one, the kind of guy who comes in off the bench and is able to provide some offense, not necessarily playing a ton of minutes, not necessarily being a starter, but if you are drafting later in the first round and you think you have a team that could contend in the playoffs, 
I see him coming in, and maybe there's people out there who see, hey, no, no, this guy needs to be slotted in and start from the get-go. But I see him as a guy who can come off the bench, give you instant offense, score a lot. You know, you a lot of times you get into the backups. Look at what happened to the Golden State Warriors, for instance, when Steph and Clay are out resting. They had a backup squad that couldn't score right? I mean, they just didn't have anybody who could score at all. Quinn Cook couldn't really make shots. I look at this and I say, man, I think Carson Edwards could develop into a pretty good point guard in the NBA overall. He's small. That's a challenge. But I think certainly in terms of coming in and spending minutes, uh, giving you uh, solid minutes, running an offense, a second team, I think he could score. And being able to score, I think, is a huge benefit here. And so uh, I like Carson Edwards. I'm curious to see who takes a a chance on him. I kind of feel like he'll go late in the first round, and whoever drafts him will be slotting him in for that position where your instant offense, basically, when when the starters are taking a, a rest early on in his rookie career, I think he could make a substantial difference. He sure was a lot of fun to watch in the tournament. Oh, he's extraordinarily fun. A NASCAR driver, isn't he? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, NBA draft going on tonight. We'll be with you tomorrow. Look forward to it. Enjoy the Women's World Cup game as well. I need the score to be 4-0, 4-1, or 4-2. Yes, I'm desperate. We'll be on Lock It In right after the U.S. Women's game ends. 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock, uh, 4 o'clock Central, 3 Mountain, and 2 Pacific. Come hang out with us. Final show of the week on Lock It In. We've been having a lot of fun this week. I'm sure it will continue. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.